Where square board? Where square board? Now Gallis the West square board. Where square board? Where square board? Now Gallis the West square board. Hello, this is Yasmin Bilkis Ibrahim. And this is Yasmin Mitch Johnson. We, we are Y Square Pod. Pod. Thanks for tuning back into the pod, y'all. Um, today's interesting fact is the Sierra Leone Police Force was created by the British in 1894, making it the first um, and the oldest West African police force. Interesting, very interesting. So, um, yes, you have been killing yourself to tell us, to tell everyone what we're doing today. So what are we wearing? We are wearing our masks, ladies and gentlemen. Dun, da, da, da. So we are well and truly protected well to, <laughs> to as best as our ability, we are protected. So just a disclaimer, guys, we are wearing masks as we are recording. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, today's episode... We so if we sound a bit different, just let us know. Why. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and give us your feedback too, that'll be good. Mm-hmm. Um, today's episode, we will be discussing faith and, and religion, religion in, in Sierra, Sierra Leone. So uh, to all the Muslims out there, Eid Mubarak, um, not Eid Mubarak, Ramadan Mubarak. I want to Ramadan don't know start yet. So yes, yeah, so it is the sixth day of Ramadan as we're recording. And um, yeah, I hope everyone is safe out there, especially in these COVID streets. But I hope Ramadan is off to a good start. Yeah, we just thought it'd be interesting to talk about religion and faith in Sierra Leone. Just not only because of the um, time, April, we both have um, celebrations, so Easter, Ramadan, but we also haven't acknowledged that it's very different because of the times. Because of Corona. (coughs) Uh, Oh, Corona trial. (laughs) Our places of worship are closed. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a curfew here in Sierra Leone. Um, yeah, so it's just, it's, it's not your average time. Like, it's not how you would usually celebrate, you know, yeah, any um, Easter or any kind of religious occasion. No, but um, with, like, as Yasmin said, um, our curfew is, like, from 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. the next day. So uh, workers, like, at offices and stuff, their um, working hours are now 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and supermarkets and other businesses should close at seven. So we do have some certain restrictions. And we also have the um, region. Yes, the yeah the interdistrict uh, restrictions as well. So yeah. if you want to travel within the region, maybe for work related purposes or whatever the um, the COVID team thinks is appropriate for you to get the pass. So you apply for an e pass, and it's either uh, rejected or accepted. Wow, and it's the same with traders, right? Um, I like think goods. only essential uh, goods are allowed to come into the different districts, yes. So like food and stuff, yeah. And then in the city, there are um, services that are um, considered essential, like internet, uh, things like that. So they have passes to go around maybe after curfew. Nice. Mm-hmm. But before we dive into the episode, yes, let's just inform the people of the madness today has been. Hey, so today is Wednesday, April 29th, and we woke up to the news that the prisoners in the male correction center were rioting. So that happened, and uh, Yas and I had an interview. We're like, oh, well, we're just going to have to Zoom this. So again, going back to the opportunities that COVID affords, I guess, in a way. So we had our interview via Zoom, and that worked out for us. But, um, yeah, the right, so we didn't leave. Prison breakout here. <laughs> well, that's, they didn't escape. According to the Ministry of Information, there were no escapees. Let's put that disclaimer there. But, yes, that happened. And, um, unfortunately, one police officer lost his life during the battle. So our condolences to his family. 
Yeah, but Yas was super freaking I out. I was shook. Yeah, Yasmin was like, oh no, Yas, this happens like once or twice a year. Like. It happens every now and then. Yeah, you'd be more surprised, especially when um, there was a pe- time period like 2010, 2015. At that time, I was in the States before I came back in 2014. So my sister was here. So she'd be like, girl, there was another prison break. I'm like, another? <clears throat> wow. So yeah, it, I don't know. It happens every now and then. I don't know why. Ciarian is a real soap opera. <laughs> But you want, speaking of soap operas, you know when people, you think people die, but they come back to life? Yeah. We, <laughs> <laughs> <It's> so funny, <laughs> Well, when you think someone has died, but then you find out like a year oh, or two I'll later, yes. I have seen that, actually. It's I know you have. It happens in soaps. Big, big Den, or whatever his name is, yeah. So, my, my point <laughs> for this was that there were five deaths recorded yesterday, being Tuesday, April 28th, and... Somehow, the ministry said that they had an error, and the fifth death was not actually a death. Yes, <laughs> you didn't hear that. Yes, they said that um, the woman, when she went to the hospital, she had died of COVID, making her the fifth case. Today, these government officials they said that oh, it was a mistake, and she's actually in the treatment center. I was like, wow. I said, "Asalamu alaikum." <laughs> Only in Sierra Leone, the dead are resurrected. Yes. I was like, how do you make such a mistake? Yeah, error past error. That's, uh, that's ridiculous. So yeah, that's what happened today. So I, so I was wondering if that South African pastor, the one who resurrects people allegedly, I thought he came to Salunu. <laughs> so I was like, oh wow, this Ramadan, you know, we're seeing people coming back from the dead. Like... <laughs> 2020 something. Okay. But yeah... Um, so yes, how was Easter for you? you know, since like you couldn't go to the beach or anything? That's typically what we do in Sierra Leone. Independence Day was on Monday, April 27th. Mostly everyone was at home because where are you going to go? We couldn't go to the beach. We couldn't hang out. There's yeah, no public just, gatherings. So. And then even from when did churches and mosques lock? They must it was like late in. March as well. Yeah. yeah the time schools early. were suspended. So it was just at home. Home with family. Just do our small church, and then mm. everyone's like, pra- well, I say everyone's practicing that. I didn't actually give up anything this year. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh yeah, guys, we didn't disclaim that. So I'm Yasmin, um, well, they know, I was going to say. I was like, they know who, they you know know who I am by my <laughs> accent. I was going to say, Yasmin Bush Johnson is Christian. No, so, <laughs> <laughs> so official. <laughs> so I'm Christian. Mm-hmm. And I'm Muslim. Yes, yeah, so. So yeah, um, in Sierra Leone, uh, we are one of the most religiously tolerant countries in the world. So happy to, to say that. I always say that. You always do. I always do. I'm so proud of Salonia because you know we can coexist so peacefully. We do. And for me, I never knew um, like how... And you can Google that, by the way. That is real. Top 10 religiously uh, tolerant countries. Yeah. Oh. I never knew how tolerant we were and how many Christmas households there were mm-hmm. until I moved here. I had no idea. Mm, yeah. yeah. So you Christmas know, as in um Christian, Christian and Muslim, yeah. Christmas, yeah. So we'll write that for you all. <laughs> yeah, so some people they openly say like, oh what uh what's your religion? Like, oh me not Christmas. I mean, you know, I'm I'm both basically. Maybe one parent is Christian, the other one is Muslim. So yeah. But what I love about here is that both um celebrate each exactly each holidays. But it was the same one as in Senegal actually, like everyone celebrated um eid or mm-hmm. ramadan the same with those celebrate easter so. mm-hmm. yeah we just have that kind of community respect. together yeah, yeah mutual respect communal togetherness so yeah we, we ain't got no beef we ain't like some other countries cough <clears throat> oh i'm coughing because i was throwing shade though it's not because i have corona country. no <laughs> <laughs> country. 
so just like other countries, I'm just leaving it at that, you know, other countries, they know what their issue is. <laughs> but yeah, um, for those uh, who want to know more about Ramadan, so Islam operates on the lunar calendar. So sometimes we have 29 days and sometimes we have 30 days in Ramadan. Um, on the 28th night, or no, sorry, the 29th night, rather, if we see the moon, then we don't fast the next day. The next day is declared Eid, which is the, the celebration day. And if you do, if you do not see the moon, then you have to fast another day. So yeah, so that's why Ramadan is in quotes uncertain. It could be twenty nine days or it could be thirty days. Interesting. But Lent is always forty days, right? Forty days. <laughs> mm-hmm. Most people, I think, they give up like alcohol. Okay, so you give up something or you can fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But most people know these rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you I know? Yeah. You no, I knew I was that. Gonna say, yeah. you, you did um, religious studies at school, right? Mm-mm. You didn't? No, I didn't. No way. Yeah, okay, this explains by explaining, because I'm thinking, <laughs> right, wouldn't everyone know? No, I mean, I know the, the gist from what I hear, but I don't know, like... Wait, so here they don't do that? No, it's not that they don't do it, but, like, you know, I went to Lebanese school here, and it's predominantly Muslim, so we don't do any, like, religious classes or anything that's geared towards a certain religion. It's multi-faith. So even, like, when I tell people that we have our assemblies, that we didn't pray, they're like, eh, what's ungodly school you did go? Like, our school's not ungodly. We're just accepting of all faiths. We have Hindus. So no, we just everyone prays in their heart, and then we just say the national anthems. I'm both in. you to explain Sukh. So I'm thinking. Yeah. Yes. No, you don't I'm know. Teacher, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all know I'm a teacher, so yeah. Mm. So our assemblies were just like um, we have announcements. You pray in your heart. Um, then we have one day in, one day out. So either one day we'll do the Serbian national anthem, or the next day we do the Lebanese national anthem. So I know the Lebanese national anthem in case that comes up in you know conversation. Facts. Oh. Interesting facts. <laughs> I know the national anthem of Lebanon. Oh, that's interesting. I just mm-hmm. always thought that's like um like a uh, staple kind of subject. I, I mean, in the UK, yes, because yeah. y- your schools are basically founded on religious basis. But here, about well, the school I went to, no. And then when I went to high school in the states, you know, America doesn't but integrate even religion. In so. um, religious studies, would um, do Hinduism, uh, just all the different. Oh, I'm not saying there, um, though there are high schools here that do do religious studies, but just not Lebanese school. Oh, okay. No, they okay. do it. Yeah, no, Lebanese school just doesn't okay, do so it. So your school didn't do it. Yeah, and then when I went to high school in the states, you know, uh, religion and states are separate, so you don't learn about that either in school. Uh, they don't do it in the states. Only if it's like a history class, then yes. Unless you go to like a Catholic school or something or a religious wow. charter school, but public schools in the United States, no, you don't do religion. Wow. Mm-hmm. Let us know, guys, if. Um well, where you studied and if they taught religious education. Yeah, in high school, let us know. I just assumed everywhere taught it. No, no, we didn't. So I read for myself. <laughs> the little that I read. But yeah, I like to learn about different religions, you know. Have you been to different um, uh, places of worship? Yes, I have. Mm. Obviously, you know, I'm a bit of a design architecture fanatic. Right. So, yeah, I've been to a few, especially when I was in Senegal. Mm-hmm. And then even my most recent trip to... Um, Morocco? Okay. Morocco, there we mm-hmm. go. Yeah, I went to one mosque. I've forgotten the name of it, though. Don't ask me. Oh, is it the Grand Mosque? No, that, that one, I'm thinking of um, Ivory Coast. But there's a big mosque that they have in um, Casablanca. No, I'm thinking of Casablanca. No, 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 Casablanca. no, no Marrakesh, I guess. Yes, yeah. no, Marrakesh, you go. Never mind. Mm. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. What about you? Um, I've been to a church, yeah. Uh, went for, like, a couple of funerals. I've been to uh, the temple, uh, in uh, a Hindu temple. Mm-hmm. Yes, I went to the one here in Freetown, Indian Temple. That's it. I haven't been to a synagogue. What's it like? Um, so they, you know their gods are visualized. So mm-hmm. they have um, paintings of their gods and statues. That's the, the 
um, I don't know what to call him, maybe the, the temple caretaker. He just showed me around and explained to me which each one was. But yeah, that was, that's it. And they had nice incense. I like the incense. Nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I haven't been to a synagogue just because I, I never had any of my Jewish friends invite me to mm, one. I haven't been to a synagogue, I haven't been to um, a temple. Mm-hmm. I'd like to. Yeah, yeah. I'd really like to go. I just think places of worship like you just you don't feel like there's a different ambience as soon yes as you go absolutely i mean you don't have to prescribe to that religion but no, yeah but i think you can I, definitely sense like absolutely there's some kind of presence that you feel 100%. yes and um i haven't been to a monastery because i've never been to asia but i would love to go and like see some monks i've met a yeah. monk have you mm-hmm. met a monk yeah no. Yeah, I met a monk. When? How? Uh, okay, I think I met a monk maybe two or three times. The first time I met a monk, when I was in the States in college, we had um, this semester that some monks came to study, uh, study or, or, or teach. And they came to our university. So they did a mandala, like that bead um, thing that they do. So it was really nice. So we would see them working for like at least one week at the end of it, then they um, tossed it in the river. Mm-hmm. So I didn't add a class that day, so I couldn't go to the river with them. But yeah, so I saw them working every day and we talked to them. They were from Tibet. So that was the first time I met monks. And then I think the second time I met some monks were uh, four years ago in Kenya. I went for the Africa Peace Summit. So it was a lot of meditation and talking about like social issues in Africa. And there was a monk that led one of the meditation sessions. So yeah. Interesting. So they're, they're really cool people. Very chill. You stay in contact with them. You suddenly have a lot of friends. <laughs> no, no. Monk society. No. <laughs> no, but, yeah, but they don't talk much. But when they talk, it's very insightful. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm actually struggling to look for a document that I wrote the definitions of faith and religion. Because I was like, I wanted to share the the. <laughs> Definitions, really? and I've just been like, yeah, I don't know where I wrote it. So I think people know. So religion is basically um, subscribing to organized spirituality. So like Islam, Christianity, Buddhism, you name it. Faith, I feel, is like what you feel. You know, um, yeah. just your or spirituality. I, I know a lot of people though who are who are adamant, like they don't necessarily believe or follow a religion but they believe in a higher being yeah so i think they're more so i think yeah they're more spiritual than subscribing to organized religion yeah so they recognize and acknowledge the presence of a supreme being but they don't necessarily subscribe to organized religion and i get that too Mm -hmm. i get that i mean before um organized religion came to the continent our ancestors were practicing indigenous beliefs you know Mm -hmm. praying to the sky you know the gods of, you know, different things, water or, you know, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, nature was... Yes, nature, the, yes, exactly. The higher being, the god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard about that. So, so I see that. Mm-hmm. You can see God in, in anything, I think, in nature, however you interpret it, mm-hmm. even if you don't subscribe to organized religion. But in Saloon, it's like everything is so dichotomized, like you're either this or you're that. So, like, you're not Christian and Muslim. Like, yeah. oh. So if you say something like, oh, well, I'm Buddhist or, you know, I'm atheist, eh... I was about to ask you, do you know anyone who's an atheist? Oh, yes, no. Not in Sierra Leone. <laughs> but yeah. No, I meant here. Do you know anyone in Sierra Leone? No, well, I mean, unless a few of my clients, but like not Sierra Leoneans. But yes, I know. Experts. Yeah, experts, yes. Yeah. But no, I don't think I've met a Sierra Leone who said they're atheists. That's true. I don't think I've met one. I think they don't exist. But yeah, we, in good or bad things, we always call God in name. You know, it was, ah, you know, I want to save this money by God in power. You know, like, <laughs> 
Yes, no, that's actually. Oh my god. Oh, okay, it's a joke. Instead of using better excuse, um, better example. No, even in bad things, people, you know, they they call for God's guidance. It's true. What? Yes. Even in bad, yeah. Yeah, even in bad, it's like okay, well, yeah. Let God make this thing, you know, happen. I'm just like, eh, my God, you need me to go up on this, you know. So, but yes, I I do think that even those who are not. Um, devout in their organized religion, they always call God. Anyways, like even in um, in public uh, gatherings before the the um, it starts, you always read Al Fatiha, which is just like the beginning surah of the Quran, and then um, they say the Christian prayer, um, my daily bread. What is it called? The oh my days, this sounds really bad. Oh hey, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my precious, come up, the Lord's prayer. The Lord's prayer, I said, my daily bread. Yes, the Lord's prayer. So we always open it. <laughs> With Al-Fatiha and the Lord's Prayer. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What else was I going to ask you? Oh, it's come back to me. Mm-hmm. Um, would you ever marry someone of another religion? I would, yes. I'm, I like to think that I'm open. So yes, I would be open to marry someone uh, outside of Islam, yeah. Hey, my parents will be happy to hear that. But <laughs> yes, I would. You're not going to ask me the same question. Uh-huh, it was implied. <laughs> <laughs> yes, when Mr. Johnson, would you marry someone outside of the Christian faith? Um, I never say never, mm-hmm. but I don't think I would. But I'm op- does it make sense? Like, I'm open to it, but I don't think I would. Okay, I see. Like, I wouldn't, like... Yeah, never say never. Mm-hmm. There's no point. So you're saying like ideally you'd like to marry someone of the same faith, but yeah, I yeah, same. But if it doesn't, ideally, but yes. you know, life the happens. This, yeah, this world works. We just don't know. Yeah, so. so the same thing. I feel the same way. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, do you, apart from Muslim friends, obviously, do you have any uh, friends who are like Jewish or other religions or atheist even? Yeah, I have friends who are. Muslim, Hindu, atheist, um, spiritual. Okay. <laughs> Agnostic. Oh, yes. Did I even tell you? When I was in Ghana, this go out go in February. So um, after the conference, then I stayed with my friend. So then we went, we were looking for things to do in Accra and we came across this page on Instagram. So they said that they had this talk um, called um, the Thinker Circle. You know, I thought it was like, oh, okay, um, we'll just talk about like different topics. You know, like those type of free, th- free thinkers. That was, I was like, okay, I thought this would be very cool. Mm. So we went there and um, we got there late. It was at two, we got there like at 2.45. So by the time we got in there, they were just about to start like formal introductions. I was like, oh, then that means they started late. But as soon as I sat down, they're like, oh, let's start with her. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, we just heard like the last bit of the, the facilitator or whatever he was, um, the moderator's um, introduction, he was like, oh, I'm a free thinker. Um, I'm a secularist, a secularist and something. I'm just like, waiting. So I said, I was like, oh, hey, I'm Mina. I just went by Mina. I was like, hey, I'm Mina. I'm Muslim and um, I'm just visiting Ghana from Sierra Leone. And then to me, my friend, she more or less said the same thing. She's an entrepreneur from South Africa, but she lives and works in Ghana. And then everyone else was like, yeah, you know, I'm a Satanist. I said, cool. What? I was like, <laughs> what did I come into? What was a Satanist? What's Satan- that? That means he, you believe in The Satan. devil, yes. Hey, one was a Satanist. The other one was a 
phallobilist. And I was like, yo, there were some words I had never heard in my life. I was just Googling. So apparently a phallobilist is I someone... I trust you to be in those circles because I can promise you. <laughs> hey, I don't think I'll ever come across this. Hey, so the fallibilist is someone who... Is some type of philosophical school of thought wherein you doubt doubt. So everything you question, basically. I'm just like, so if the sky is blue, you'll nah, find a way to question that as well. Hey, and You just then, wouldn't move if you questioned everything. That's what I'm saying. I mean, philosophers are another problematic set of people. And someone was like, uh, I'm a... I'm an indigenous animist spiritualist. I said, eh? Yeah. So, and this was like an African-American way come. Of went, went to Ghana. African-American Huna is now living in Ghana. She said that she's uh, doing study abroad or something at University of Ghana. Another person said they're atheists. They've been a practicing atheist for 30 years. I said, how does one practice atheist? Okay. Mm. <laughs> she said she was a practicing atheist for the past 30 years. Oh, but you know what she probably means is she's probably formally following a religion now she's unlearning that might be what she meant that's Mm -hmm. one way to think of it Mm -hmm. so i just felt uncomfortable in that space because not because like they don't um subscribe to organized religion now even if you subscribe to satanism that's your own i don't care but it's like you know i'm all about coexisting and stuff like that but like when it was when we were there and we heard the introductions like oh this is like some freemason kind of nonsense and when you're in that kind of space you don't feel like secure because they're pushing one agenda they all have similar mindsets yes so i I felt like if i were to say anything it would be with judgments yes and bias and i was like "Uh uh-uh so i texted to me and i was like we need to go this place is not for us so we just use flimsy excuses oh we're going to the bathroom you never go back yeah once you don't feel safe Uh -uh, i did not feel safe there so i'm just like wow there are these type of spaces in this section there's a space for everybody I was like, okay, let it dip her in satanic business. So, yeah, um, that was a very interesting experience, to say the least. But, yeah, there, there, there are different people out there, you know, and I try to keep an open mind, but I just didn't feel safe in that situation, so I had to bounce. No, you have to. Anytime you feel unsafe, just, yeah, bounce. Mm-hmm. But in general, I'd say we're both quite open minded. So. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to be when it comes to this topic of faith and religion. That's true. That's true. So we're really looking forward to hearing from you all. Uh, what religion do you subscribe to? If it's organized religion or if you're spiritual or, you know, even if you're a Satanist, it's cool. Like, we don't judge them. Just, and just you know, what it's like just in, keep your, them vibes to yourself. in your location, wherever you live. Yes, exactly. Do you live in a very religious society, in quotes, or is it secular? Like in Sierra Leone, we've just said it's quite secular here. We're pretty chilled. And we respect everyone. Um, yeah, so we'd love to hear um, about your religious or faith background. Yeah. All right, I think that's all we have for you guys. But before we end, let me give you the Salome proverb. So, God not eat <laughs> Sorry, let me say that again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> gosh, these masks. God not eat where you not go able to. Mm. So, that is. God will not give you anything that you will not be able to handle. Yep, that's so true. Especially in these Corot streets, you know. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like you, these kind of things, you want to question it. Like, hmm, that's ironic because, you know. The whole world's experiencing it. But me, I know question God. 
yeah, on don't, the topic. Don't question God. No, let's not tempt fate. Mm. But yeah, so I definitely agree with that. So I hope this uh, episode helps you during your time of need, especially not just Corona, but like, you know, like we talked about it in the last episode, whether it's your personal endeavors you want to push this year or professional or love, you know, whatever it is. Love in 2020. Hey, who's not finding love in 2020? There are people out there, yes. Uh, when people should be self-isolating. You got love on the internet? Bodia. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Don't mind, yes. You can. I'm not saying go and find the person. No, that's no. not what I'm saying. I'm not promoting. Uh-uh. What is the new word that we're hearing? Social distancing. Yo, have you seen this video I saw on Twitter? It was uh, this American girl. And she was like... Um, um, kindergarten names to expect in 2026 or something so she was calling the roster she's like um Lysol oh Lysol hey honey uh Charmin okay oh Corona oh Corona with a K she's oh, like, oh this na- uh, what's your name Pandemica okay <laughs> Quarantina oh okay and then the last one killed me he's like um this one's a bit hard to pronounce uh Social Distance <laughs> no that's too much oh goodness you haven't seen that you haven't seen the one with the Zimbabweans as well mm-mm uh, the same thing. They're like just calling the roster. Like, oh, sanitizer, baby, <laughs> Corona, <laughs> Uncoro. <laughs> the names that we're gonna see, like in five years from There's now, definitely gonna be. Oh, definitely gonna happen, especially in uh, southeastern Africa that they name kids after experiences. Mm. Like when I was in Kenya, when I met the monks, I met two people called Bill Clinton and Nelson Mandela. Correct. Yep. The one was uh, named Nelson Mandela because. Uh, the day that Nelson Mandela got sworn in, he was born on that day. And then Bill Clinton, I think the same thing. The day that he was sworn into office, they named him that. So that is their legal name. It's not like, it's like Bill is the first and Clinton is the middle. Nope, then you get in bikini, why don't name? So they're the only one that has that name outside of their family name. On the topic of names, guys, mm. I know we've kind of done the outro, but we're still going on. <laughs> <laughs> on the topic of names, I don't know if you saw on Twitter, mm. but a lot of people have been going in on Sierra Leone parents and how they love to no, enjoy Oh, yeah, names. I didn't know you were going to bring this here. Oh, what? Lord, nah, we are just iconic for this, joining names. Ooh. And then my sister, she was just like, no, Sierra Leone parents, it's like they just submit the first draft. They're not even, <laughs> they're not even try for C with to go match or to go sound sweet like it's just like um abby ness like kenneth and abby Ew. <laughs> and it's true i have so many family members who have joint names uh-uh. i i have like one or two but no the ones that we there was a thread on twitter it was shameful it. man even my niece she's um audette mm-hmm. so her dad is aubrey her mother's bernadette that's right mm-hmm. hmm. daughter's the other second daughter's Odlin. I don't know, in a, in a uh-uh. They're doing it too much. Mm, I came across the name Sheknatu. So I'm assuming <laughs> the dad was Sheku or Sheka, and then the, the mom was Hawanatu or something. I was like, wow, there are some much. names. It's too much. So parents out there who want more kids, or future parents out there, please don't do that to your kids. I beg, please. Well, if you are going to do it, at least, you know, plagiarize, mix it up, see what sounds best. Don't like just... what? Just give them an existing name. Why are people trying to be extra? No, you what is wrong with existing names? Nice, but if you literally just cut off, cut off each name <laughs> and put it together like it's that's literally to make cut jam. and paste. Yeah, it's not gonna work. But yeah, sorry guys, we did actually end the podcast. <laughs> you know where to find us on Y Square Pod at Y Square Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. All right, so we'll see you in. Well, you'll hear us in two weeks. Mm-hmm. All right, bye. bye.
West Square Board, West Square Board, Nagalisti West Square Board, West Square Board, West Square Board, Nagalisti West Square Board.